0: Hey everyone, it's
1: Matt. And this is Lucas.
0: This is Thanks for Playing.
1: The podcast where we break down the most iconic video games the world has to offer.
0: Woo! Oh man. That one hurt. I know. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I went back and forth on what I wanted to do, and then I realized I left a good like second of silence, so I just kind of went in. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> and that uh that was the end result there um we're joined well you first you heard that lovely laugh of course we're joined by hot mickey how are you doing hot mickey i'm doing fantastic got my cat talking to the mickey we
1: can't hear you You got talking to the mic mickey, mic. You. You the mic, mickey. Yes, I, i'm doing fantastic okay, cool. i got my cat right thank next
2: to me she's just
1: chilling okay, right behind you. me please talk into the mic for all yes future speaking yes. to yes. us
0: all right thank and you And of course we're also joined by the milkman milkman give, give us some milk baby
3: the milk is here. The, the mic is right up in my face. Um, you're eating the mic. Full of lactose. <laughs> nice. Mm.
1: Love it. Love it. Uh, Matt, you're is that a mustache? I see.
0: It is uh, mustache. Matt is temporarily back for at least uh, a week and a half or so. Um, yeah. I uh, I've I'm having fun with it lately again. It it it, it comes and goes. You know. Um, I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Keep it. I um I would keep it, but I did agree with my partner that when I meet her parents for the first time, I will groom it up a bit more. Oh, um, um, which you know, I don't I feel think like you that's should just, yield on that one, man. I'm okay. I'm okay with it, honestly, because it's not my typical looks. I want them, you know the yeah. the typical get the matte, genuine Matt. the genuine Matt. Yeah. Um, but. After that, I'm growing it back out. <laughs> yeah, please, please. I actually think yeah. it's a sick look. I yeah. I really enjoy it too. I'm let, I'm I'm really committed to growing my hair out this time. Um, Are so, you really? You said that before. I mean it this time. I mean it. Um, <laughs> oh shit. So uh, I'm I'm excited about it. Yeah, we're uh, it's a new era. Yeah, I can't Matt. wait
1: for
2: Matt to get as long as hair as
0: I
1: do.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that.
0: I want to hit my uh my Russ Cole phase. You know. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell
1: yeah. You're rewatching. Are you rewatching true detective or are you just watching the new season?
0: I'm watching the new season, but I've realized in chambers, you've probably picked up on this too, because I know you're watching it. The oh, newest yeah. season does kind of link a little bit to the first season. So it's really making me want to go back and watch that first season. Um, yeah. Cause truthfully, when I watched that first season, I was like, I watched it, but like I had a lot going on. So I really, really only half watched it, I guess. Like mm-hmm. it was just kind of background noise for me. So, I'd be very curious to like really just rewatch it now and yeah. appreciate One, what it is.
3: Arguably the best season of television.
0: So ever
1: Chambers, was the last time you saw it? Does it still hold up, or was I just in I, college uh, and I thought
3: it was really deep? No, I, I rewatched it. I want to uh, when I had COVID last year. Oh, uh, and it Big does choice. hold up. It's fucking okay, sick. sick. Okay. Um, yeah, it's definitely better than any of the other seasons, and I. Made me remember how many other TV shows have copied that style of TV intro. Um, like Narcos, like all their intros is basically a ripoff of that mm-hmm. original True Detective, but it is very good. Matthew McConaughey can be kind of silly at times. He gets a little in his feels too much, but um, no, it, it goes hard. Okay.
0: I love the Same. way he uh, he smokes cigarettes. He's so cool. Don't smoking yeah. cigarettes is not cool, but he it makes is, it, it is look cool. cool. Menthol is um, cool. Just the way he just. Oh. I, I watched like a video on it the other day, just talking about his character, and they're like, you notice how he doesn't do like any like like fancy exhales or anything or like anything like that. He just takes extremely long drags and just like holds it in. Mm. It's like he want he wants the. All the negative parts of it. That's why he's doing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he wants to okay, it's due do, do for a rewatch for me then too.
0: Due for, for a rewatch sure. for sure. Such yeah. A show. Uh,
1: I just started the new season of Curb last night because the final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm just dropped. Dude. Chambers, you check it out. I yeah. thought it was. I thought it was a okay season opener.
3: Yeah, I was really like cheering for it the whole time, and I was, I was like, uh, it was, yeah, it was okay,
1: yeah, it was okay. To, to be honest um the I just finished the most recent season uh this past week gearing up for this new season and um yeah I don't know I I'm kind of I feel like some of the storylines that are continuing are a little dried like a little dried up um
3: I don't like care this, about that judge lady yeah at
1: all. Irma and stuff yeah and yeah. I don't know I hopefully the season goes really well it is the final season of curb your enthusiasm so it's a big deal um, yeah. it's a big cultural moment that we're gonna be experiencing here
0: that's uh that's a show that is lost on me oh matt
1: big show dude great oh show.
0: larry david yeah i know a lot yeah. of girls yeah. that find larry david extremely attractive
1: <laughs> you know a lot of girls dude, at least three at least a three. thing that's a lot, <laughs> that yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah uh he's objectively <laughs> not attractive so i'm curious he to gives hear no
3: fucks thing. and he's funny that's, yeah that's true and he has a lot of money he does have no, a the money is money. a big part of it yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly
1: yeah. uh should, any other extracurriculars you guys got? Anybody watch the Grammys? No, damn. I didn't watch. the I did. Grammys, but <laughs> the
2: performance of Fast Cars like blew up on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. people were just like, "God!" After years of not performing, uh, I am blanking on, on her name. Who is the artist that sings it?
1: Fuck, I don't. I Taylor I forgot Shrek. as well. But it's a great song. But yeah, people were just Let like me,
2: blown away by the performance of it, and
1: I agree. I typed in I typed in fast cars and like a Mustang came up on Google and a Bugatti. So huh. there's no I way to find K- out who
3: performs the song. I heard Killer Mike got arrested or something. He got
1: detained. Okay, let's not spread a mis- misinformation on this podcast. Who is this? Killer Mike, the rapper, on, um, Chase Chapman. Chase Chapman. That's who it is. Okay, yeah. Thank you, Mickey. Um, yeah, Killer Mike. He um, he won his Grammy for best rap album which is long overdue because he's a, he's kind of a legend at this point. Mm -hmm. And uh, he got into an altercation backstage and then police didn't really quite know what to do. So they detained him till they figured out what was going on. Um, So the headline is, you know, he got detained. I haven't followed, followed up on the story. I'm sure there's more to it, but um, yeah, bummer. But also killer Mike getting detained is kind of sick. Cause like
3: funny. Yeah. He probably enjoyed that.
1: Yeah. He probably. And also it's like the the single he's going to drop after this is probably going to be really great.
0: Yeah, I saw uh, Lisa Ann got detained on a at a Matt Rife show. Did y'all see that one on Twitter? No, No, what? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't really dig too. I mean, I'll do research right now. Actually, we're way off topic, but yes, keep it going. That's Um, a great thing you just said. Yeah, no, I was was browsing um, Twitter and um, there was just a video of Lisa Ann being like shuttled away by police officers, her yelling, I didn't do anything. I just wanted to see Matt Reif. I didn't do anything. Wow. And well, our first reaction was, this must be the opening to some porno, but it, it was not. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Matt, for those
1: spam. listeners who don't know, who is Lisa Ann?
0: Uh, Lisa Ann is one of the goat of uh, porno- pornographic <laughs> actresses. Um, <laughs> she uh, is notorious. Great, great. She has been a MILF since I started watching porn to give some context. <laughs> oh, yeah. What well, year was that's that, true. like, 08? Yeah. Oh, oh, when did I turn thirteen? 12?
1: When did the week? When did the Wee Internet Browser come around? it's yeah. probably two thousand six or seven for me. <laughs> it's like 07. I think God, I just remember. No, no, no,
3: I think
0: we, we came out 04, right? The Wii came out in two thousand six. 2006 I was in sixth grade. Okay, <laughs> I just remember this kid. This just reminded me. This kid in my grade in like seventh, or eighth grade I had a PS three, and he was like, "Bro, I've been watching." so much porn on <laughs> he's like, my mom found out and she took my PlayStation away. Oh, dude. And he's like, I'm still watching it though. I just found different ways.
3: Like, <laughs> just like peak middle
0: school. Like Man, times out. are so different. So funny. yeah, um, but yeah she's a porn star. Um, she got shuttled away for apparently having her phone out during the show, which I didn't know that was. Well, well, one, some
1: comedians really keep that on a hush.
0: Fair enough, but I I would think that's not like a I can understand being escorted out of the venue, but being literally like escorted out by police, not by I don't know. See yeah. it, it was a little odd to me. Um but yeah, yeah, that happened. So um free free my girl Lisa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt. I'm sure she'll be all right.
1: <laughs> uh, it does sound like the start of uh an adult video though. That's what I, I, I thought. Will say. That's what I thought. Um Okay. Uh should we dive in? Yeah.
0: Dying. So who
1: who here watched the Sony State of Play live?
0: Unable to watch it. I didn't it, even but, watch any. Yeah, no, I didn't, I, I, didn't a, I didn't I have either. a job. Uh,
1: yeah, I didn't watch it either. Uh, but I caught up on it and um, you know, there's quite a bit of news that has come around. Um one of my favorite things about the Sony State of Play was near the end there was a 10 minute long trailer of Death Stranding 2. It just kept going and going and going. Ah. <laughs> it was just totally Kojima just no. it was like, it wasn't even a trailer. It was like a super cut of the story. I I don't know how they didn't give the entire story away. They probably did. It
3: was kind of- Was he just delivering packages just, again or what?
1: No, I mean, I, I haven't played Death Stranding. I actually have it downloaded on my Steam Deck. I want to play it pretty soon here, but um, it expands the world quite a bit. There's a bunch of new characters. Um, the lore is is huge. Um, Norman Reedus' brother is like a character in it now and uh, he has an electric guitar for a weapon that shoots out lightning from it. Oh, I saw <laughs> um, that guy. Yeah. That, that's kind of sick. Um, nice. I don't know. I, I, I actually was very intrigued. Even though it was a bit egregious, I feel like it probably could have been four minutes max, like trailers normally are. Uh, but I did watch all of it, and I thought it was actually very intriguing. So I think, it, it, I think I'm going to be picking up Death Stranding 1 here pretty soon.
0: That's... Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that has been on my list for a while now. I think Death Stranding would be a game I really enjoy playing over the course of like six months, like an hour here or there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just um, when you have nothing to do. Yeah. I think that's uh
1: so fun when you're bored. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Well, uh, no better option. On yeah, the that one is on my list. Um, Cause so many people liked it surprisingly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I really haven't dove in into too much of anything that uh Mr. Kojima, san is done. Kojima-san is done. So, I, uh, I'm due. I'm due. But, um, yeah, it looked insane from what I saw. Just the typical craziness. A lot, lot of babies just everywhere. Yeah, uh, in the ba- people floating. Oh, yeah, hella babies.
1: If I were to, de- did you guys see the trailer? Who saw it? I'll describe it verbally for those that didn't see it. All right,
3: pretend I can't see. Okay, so <laughs>
1: there was, there was, uh, in the trailer there was a baby in like a birth canal shooting a spaceship out of its mouth that was Mm -hmm. one thing okay um there was a guy using an electric guitar as a weapon uh there was like these mechanical four-legged robots that barked like dogs even though they had no face um there was a flood coming up on a river on uh norman Reedus. there was a a tricycle motorcycle in it featured as well that looked pretty cool um and uh, there was instead of like a face mask, there was like a doctor in a surgery with hands over her mouth instead the of the like face a face mask, mask. Yeah, as the face that. mask. Yeah. Um. So it's like, you know, Chambers. It's in that weird zone where it's like, uh, like it's kind of surreal, but it's like funny, kind of, or it's yeah. like mildly self aware, but it's kind of playing it straight. Um. But everybody eats it up, kind of thing. Only
3: something Japan could.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kojima-san. That's cool. So honestly, I I'm into it. I, I just I'm blown away by everything that Kojima's kind of doing right now because he also had that announcement at the Game Awards with Jordan Peterson. Um and I mean just he, just he announced
0: lo- another game at this too, didn't he? Yeah, no
1: J-
3: Jordan Peel. Jordan Peel. Oh my god, I said Jordan <laughs> Peterson, didn't I? <laughs> why did I say Jordan Peterson? Peterson. <laughs> oh no, no, not him. I would I would I, I would play that. Though.
2: I heard Jordan yeah. Peterson. I knew you meant Jordan Peele. And it just completely went over my head. Just, you said Jordan that's, Peterson. That's,
1: that's like the two or three third time that this is that's happened to me where I've said <laughs> Jordan Peterson when I meant Jordan. Peele. It happens <laughs> all the time. A game about doing um, Benzos. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he also confirmed a new IP for um, PlayStation, which is Physint. Um And he was actually on with the Sony like head. Um, I think it was Sony like US head or something like that. Um, so, I mean, he's basically got three projects in the works, Death Stranding 2, he's got the new one with Jordan Peele, and he has this new IP that he's working on. So, I'm kind of blown away with, uh, just the work that he's putting on. I know he's got Damn. a big team. I know Kojima Productions is not just him, but he's got his stamp on a lot of big things coming around He's
3: putting Sony on his back right now.
1: He really is, dude. Yeah. And honestly, um, did you guys, well, any more on Death Stranding 2 and Kojima? Because there's a couple no. other ones I want to talk about. Okay. Uh, Matt, we had we talked a couple of weeks ago about like, you know, Sony versus Microsoft, how Microsoft has like positioned itself like pretty well in the market with all with acquisitions. And then, of course, Game Pass is just blowing PS Plus out of the water right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Rise of Ronin looks super sick. They showed a lot of that. I thought it looked awesome. And Stellar Blade. Did you see that one? I missed The Stellar extended, Blade, actually, Stellar Blade. It was a uh, pretty extended. Uh, uh, well, I'll talk about Rise of the Ronin first. Did you guys check that one out yet? It's been announced for a little while. Is that looks like, like a, a
0: bit more dynamic? Game. Ghost of Tsushima. So
1: yeah, it. exactly. It's a little. Uh, it takes place like a little further into. It takes place in the 1800s of Japan, where I think Sus- oh, Ghost of Tsushima took. Yeah. I mean, Earlier. was like 15th, 16th century. Oh, I've um, seen. Yeah, I saw the trailer. This one looks super sick, not going to lie. It looks like a cross between like Ghost of Tsushima type of gameplay and like just overall vibe with like Sekiro level combat. Like the combat looks really cool. The enemies look really sick in this game. There's a grappling hook and there's a glider. Uh, And it looks very polished. I know that it still has a little bit to come out. It's actually coming out late March. It's probably a little bit of polish, but honestly, it looks really, really solid right now. And you can use guns as well there's guns in it it's the ninja guy people
0: right
1: team ninja yeah yeah Yeah, so i do like the guns they're pretty cool and they're like 18 cents they're like 1800s guns so they're the cool ones yeah um and then yeah the stellar blade deep dive that they did uh very very cool looking game uh honestly i I think it looks yeah,
0: it's... Bay- Bayonetta vibes a little bit.
1: Yeah, kind of female-led, third-person action game, open world, you know, of course. Oh, um, yeah. It's pretty derivative. Uh, it's kind of like a... The main character's name is Eve. There's a companion that she has named Adam. The Earth has been taken over by some sort of mysterious monsters. Thing Great costume and, design. Yeah, sick costume design. She has a tie-on in the trailer, or in a lot of the trailer. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think fitted. it's very... it's kind of biting off matrix in a lot of ways. it's biting off a lot of things, but it's basically humankind has been forced to leave earth. And then Eve and Adam come back to like fight it off and reclaim it kind of thing. So a little corny here, but, um, the character design looked really cool and the enemies honestly looked really sick too. Um, and the combat looks pretty solid. So I think, I think this is looking like a, like a pretty solid one. Yeah. Yeah. This is um,
3: classic in the making.
1: Yeah. And then Matt, we're getting an until dawn remaster.
0: It it totally kind of funny. I, I was I, like, totally... I, I, I
1: saw a screenshot of
2: uh, the two Hayden. I think when it was showing a Wendigo back to back of what the old and new one looked like. I yeah. was like this to look like that? I, yeah. I, I, I like <laughs> the old version better. I when I thought like their face was just completely white out and then like you just see like it's just a disfigured person. I was like, "Oh."
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then Hayden Panettiere obviously looks looks great in it. It's uh, a because, remaster
0: yeah. or a remake?
1: Uh, it's, it's a remake. Uh, they called it, uh, I mean, I think they called it a re rebuilt re enhancement or something like that. So like probably new
0: models and, and stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's operating on a completely new engine rebuild. It's actually developed by ballistic moon. Um, so different developer, um, handling the IP there,
0: oh, but, interesting.
1: yeah, I don't know. I, I, I put this in the category of unnecessary remaster remakes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's so yeah, I mean, unnecessary. Nobody asked for this. Yeah. Matt, what do you think? Matt wanted it.
0: I kind of wanted it. Uh, well, here's what I did want because I actually I had booted up uh, until dawn relatively recently the you know original version that came out on the PS4, and I was playing it a bit and I was like, man, this game would really benefit not necessarily from a remake or remaster even, but from just I think it's locked at 30 FPS, oh, um, hmm. and that's very noticeable. And I I thought when I booted it up on the PS5 for the first time, I was optimistic that it might be, um, you know, get res just naturally from an increase in frame rate. But it did appear to be locked at that 50 FPS. So I'm optimistic that in this one, or excuse me, 30 FPS, optimistic that here it'll be a fresh 60 FPS, of course, with enhanced graphics. Um, Obviously, this is not super massive doing the remake, but... um, I think of all of those games from Supermassive, that style. I think this is probably the best one they've done overall. Uh, um, from the sample size I have, I agree with you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for it. I'll probably check it out. Um, I want to backtrack just a little bit really quickly to Death Stranding 2, actually. Mm-hmm. They are making a Death Stranding movie. How much of a crime is it if they don't cast Norman Reedus as the lead?
1: <laughs> Dude, there's no way that they're not. That'd be insane. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, wanna, can't, I feel like we can't rule it out. Un- unless that what they do is uh, if they do some sort of like in universe, like parallel story or something like that, where Norman Reedus maybe is like a cameo or he's not a main character or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know how busy the guy is, but, um. you know, obviously it's very different. Acting schedules are very different when you're making a video game versus a movie.
0: Is he still doing like big projects or is he just on like a new Walking Dead series?
1: Is he on that new series?
0: There's a Walking Dead show, The Walking I Dead, think. Daryl Dixon. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh
1: it. Jesus! There's another one then too, because there was a trailer during the Grammys For last the night. For the
0: AMC streaming.
1: There's a new Walking Dead show, like Those Who Are Those Who Live or something like that. Mm-hmm. They got some Walking
3: Dead skins on uh, War Zone apparently as well. Oh man, nice the collaboration. I didn't realize that that series was the getting, one we needed. Uh, milked still.
1: Dude, yeah, I cannot believe they're still milking it. How are they able yeah. to do this? If you Who's still watch
3: watching? that show, you need to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Someone not, said it. It's not 2014 uh, anymore.
1: Um, Move on like so from your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Zombies have been out. Uh, did you guys see Judas? No. That new game from the creator of Bioshock? I don't know uh, anything
2: about this. Looks cool.
1: The, the trailer actually got me going. I thought it was really cool. i you guys Jesus Christ? I don't know. No, I mean, probably not, (laughs) but um, it kind of has like this colorful dystopian vibe to it. uh, First person combat style of game. It's a little unclear what the story is of the game, but it looks it honestly just looks visually really, really sick. Um, It kind of has like a Bioshock vibe to it, although it does look like way more evolved and creative, I'd say. Um, So that one looks Really, really cool. There's gonna and be honestly, a lot of cosplay coming out. I, of I'm watching this the more. trailer right now yeah. for sure. Yeah. There's uh I was really happy, just as an overall kind of thought, I was really happy with the amount of new IP we were kind of seeing. It wasn't like we saw like I mean, the big sequel was Death Stranding 2. But other than that, I mean Rise of the Ronin, new thing, um, Stellar Blade, new thing, you know, we got Judas, which looks like a brand new thing. Uh the other one was V Rising. Did you guys catch that one?
0: like nope. the top down right
1: mm. yeah it's an isometric action game kind of reminiscent of like diablo or something like that but it is action oriented um but it looked really really sick i mean it just looked like a cool world cool story it, again didn't really show too much but apparently it's a fantasy survival game oh hell yeah yeah uh another one. Oh yeah matt the metro series is, yeah. co- is uh continuing with a, a vr game yeah, yeah i
0: saw that i was on my list i wanted to talk about it too i'm a little upset um that is a vr psvr only title it looks like which um you know, i've already shelled out for the meta quest so i don't anticipate shelling out for the playstation vr anytime soon admittedly um I do think you know. I, I do think we should actually go back and play some of the Metro series, or one of the newer ones, even like that series. Is. Have you played it, Lucas? That. I would. Take I played. One oh, you have. I played.
1: I played half of Metro Exodus. Yeah, I played. And I really liked it.
0: Yeah, I played the first one and the second one. I think the second one. Yeah. Isn't there just um, two? It could be. A hot Mickey, can you fact check that? Uh, I know
1: Metro Exodus <laughs> is the sequel. That's what I was I Metro 2033,
0: that's and then I think Metro Exodus
3: chambers are you on the Metro train I'm not but I know yeah, it's like know post-apocalyptic Russia and I like trains so yeah I so <laughs> so there's, there's <laughs> Metro 2033 <laughs> I mean, which came
0: out in 2010 Metro light which came out in 2013 and I played those two okay there's and there's Metro uh, Exodus which came out in 2019 I want to play I want to play Exodus
1: Um, yeah they're they're like way more uh mickey you gotta silence your phone man we're recording (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so yeah chambers i feel like you would actually like the metro games they're uh, they're post-apocalyptic nuclear fallout type of games but they're like on the complete opposite end tone wise from like fallout where they're actually like serious they're very like uh they're extremely dreary and like realistic in that like a lot of the game is really scavenging
3: Mm-hmm. And like
1: trying oh, yeah. to scavenging in a fun way, like you're okay. actually trying to craft and scavenge your weapons. Like bullets are super, super rare. Yeah,
0: they're like, also okay. your currency. Yeah. So okay.
1: the crafting system becomes this balancing act of like, okay, what do I build here? What do I need? And then when you find stuff to make certain items, it's like a big, it's like a big deal, you know. So yeah, it's got a really great currency crafting sort of balancing system. It's really cool.
0: Yeah. Okay. Very cool game. Um. Very cool series. Very excited for that VR one. At least definitely gonna watch some of it. Yeah, would love to go back and play that. They they also announced too, a Legendary Tales VR game, which looked, I saw that looks cool. I mean, there's it look cool. It's like a fantasy, you know, magic swords game. There's a lot like that. It'll be fun. Yeah, um, but nothing, <laughs> nothing new. Um, yeah. Off topic on the VR topic though, I've been playing a lot of Superhot. And it's a fun game uh-huh. in VR It yeah. is uh, and actually a genuine challenge at some points too. It's a good time. Hell yeah. So Dude, I want to, we,
1: we should have played it on Friday when we were hanging out. We'll, we'll, no we we'll make room time in
0: hot Mickey's apartment. <laughs> we could have made room. We could have stood on the table. We could have made room. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> next time you all are at my place, we can, we can get it going. It's a okay. good time. Next game night. Yeah. For sure. Um,
1: yeah. And then the last thing I want to talk about off this list, cause I don't really care to talk about Sonic shadow generations uh, is Silent Hill. Bro, I heard
0: uh, Hayden Christensen might be voicing Shadow. I heard that oh was false.
1: I heard oh, that and was you know lie. what? And I lied. I heard that for the
0: <laughs> Sonic the Three Sonic Three, not the game. So disregard okay. what I said.
1: Okay. Well, it looks. Uh, it it literally just looks like they took like some of the greatest hits from other Sonic games and put them into some sort of anthology game or Sounds something. Like Sonic. Um, look look pretty mid. Uh, not gonna never lie. Been- <laughs> back into sonic games. Yeah. The only ones I cared about were Sonic Adventure 1 and Sonic Adventure 2. Okay. The weirdest
3: I, uh, kids were in Sonic. I had sonic.
0: a lot of fun playing the Game Boy ones back in the day. Um, but yeah, not Despite having drafted one in 2023, which by the way, when are we doing the 2024 draft?
1: Uh, we should get on that pretty soon. Yeah. Maybe next episode.
0: Yeah. Um, but I am yeah, eagerly awaiting that draft episode, but admittedly not too eagerly awaiting any more Sonic games at this point. <laughs>
1: um, did you guys check out the Silent Hill game?
3: Wait, another one? Yeah. Like, didn't we just have one come out?
1: <laughs> well, uh, it's the trailer for Silent Hill 2. Oh, okay. It's the Silent Hill 2 remake. No, mm. I didn't see it. Okay. Look pretty sick. Uh, I'm a big survival horror fan myself, so I thought this one was really great. Got me really excited. Uh, the monsters look really scary and really cool. And... You know, it's kind of funny because, you know, Matt and I have been doing, we played Resident Evil last year for uh, the Halloween, one of the Halloween games. And then I played the Resident Evil 4 remake not too long ago. And I feel like what a modern day survival horror games, I feel like can go so far mechanically. And I think like this one will just do really, this one will be sick. I can almost guarantee it.
0: I don't know Um, why. I thought Silent Hill was associated with Kojima. It kind of is
1: because he made a... Yeah, he made that playable teaser trailer with
3: Guillermo del Toro, or go, playable go. trailer. It was a demo. Yeah, Man. demo, sorry. I'm going to watching demo. some
0: of this trailer right now for the remake, and I hope I don't have to play this game.
3: We're going to play it, Matt. It's oh, be the Halloween game. Yeah. You're going to have to play it alone at
0: midnight.
1: Doesn't it look so scary? Bro, isn't, it t- doing, yeah. isn't it doing such a good job? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I, um, for those that don't remember, I literally played Resident Evil Village like during the day with all my lights on in my apartment. And like jazz music, like like fun, like jazz music, like, hero dance <laughs> playing God, in the background. Oh
3: the Hamilton soundtrack, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was the only way I could get sure. through it. That's,
3: uh, That's scarier than the game. <laughs> so, um,
0: anyway, Does I think that just. Hamilton, s- Milkman?
3: <sighs> no, I'm not. I'm not even discussing that one.
0: <laughs> oh, I like Hamilton. Wait, I actually like Hamilton. Oh, no. Okay.
1: no. Chambers, what do you not like about Hamilton? So,
0: let's have a discourse. Okay. Yeah.
3: yeah. Let me preface that I've never watched the the play. Okay,
1: okay. then we can't. Then we're done. Talk. There's nothing to, to talk. Yeah,
3: there is it. because I heard an interview. Of, <laughs> okay. What's his name?
1: What's, You're what's losing
0: credibility, Lin-Manuel.
3: I'm not Lin-Manuel. trying to.
0: Even know the guy's name, you hate.
3: All right, Lin-Manuel. Uh, this is like that level
0: of hating. You got nothing right now. <laughs> so
3: I heard it. I heard an interview of him once when this first came on the scene. I was like, whoa, like. It's about Alexander Hamilton, but there's rap in it and shit. That sounds sick. And then um, my friend's girlfriend was a huge fan of it. And so she's like, oh, I'm going to play the music from it. And that was the shittiest rap I've ever heard. Like it sounds (laughs) like, like Disney channel rap or like kids pop. It's the rap. Like, That rap album does not go hard. That sucks.
0: It's not well. I think you're missing the point. I mean, were expecting to hear like Kendrick Lamar come out. Yeah, I was.
3: Yeah, I wanted to hear something like gangster rap or something like, but with Alexander Hamilton.
0: I think you had incorrect expectations. I I think
3: I think
1: you should go to Disney Plus. Keep an open mind and actually watch it. I think you would actually.
3: It's on Disney Plus. It Mm -hmm.
1: is. Yeah, the whole thing. Uh, Admittedly, though. Uh, and this is a commonly held thing, Matt. I'm sure you share this opinion. Lin-Manuel Miranda is, is not, he, he himself
0: no. who created
1: Hamilton, he's not like the best singer performer. Uh, the old. other people that have played Hamilton after him have generally agreed to be better. Um, he's one and, of the
0: prime examples of like what I believe with some musicians where he's a prime example of someone that clearly knows how to sing well, but just doesn't have like a naturally good voice.
1: Yeah, that's that's great. That's actually a, I I I fuck with that, Matt. Yeah. Um, I didn't think I would like Hamilton. It, look at me, Chambers. Do I look like? Do you think I would like it? Probably uh, I not.
3: wouldn't guess. I would yeah. not guess.
1: It's actually good. You should actually check it out.
0: Yeah, I saw it live. I, Pantages is great. Oh, sick. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I'm jealous. I I think that also the because I wanted to hate it too, just because yeah. of the cultural phenomenon that it was and how annoyed it, I was. It is with fun like People playing the on mainstream shit. It's very
2: I,
3: yeah. I just, it is it's so it's too that, it's too
1: big to go like there's no way it's actually like gonna deliver and blah 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 but
3: if i so already because much- i ju- i've heard the music i, I have i did I, too and i hate it will i will i somehow like it still even though i hate I, the music
1: i think that you were hearing the music out of context and it probably affected your your listening of it
3: yeah i was like drunk at a party and like that. <laughs> okay right. that's the wrong wow. place that's the wrong place
1: are you do you let me ask you do you like musicals
3: uh, there's probably like, uh, like three musicals I've enjoyed. Um, okay,
1: name them. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> Putting um, him on the spot.
3: What's it called with Ryan Gosling? La La, La, La Land. Land. Um, okay. Umbrellas of Cherbourg, uh, which is <laughs> okay. La La Land is based off of. Okay. Um. Willy Wonka give it, and the I'll Chocolate give, Factory? I'll give, I'll give Grease a shout. Oh, yeah, Willy Wonka. Oh, Willy Wonka is, a Wonka musical. is his musical. Okay, okay, yeah, I, always forget I love that one. Some yeah, one of the greatest you know, musicals of all I time, guys. i was in a performance so of Willy performance. Wonka.
2: <laughs> Who were you? Are I you was. Who was I? Willy?
3: Augustus Gloop.
2: <laughs> Augustus Gloop. <You're> Augustus <laughs> oh, I think I was just Noompa <laughs> Loompa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God, like,
3: all You You sure lied.
1: Okay, Chambers. So you don't hate musicals. It's you definitely
3: should. a bottom tier genre for me, but I'll I I'm open. I'm not shutting it down because it's a musical.
1: Okay, okay. I'm glad we had this discussion.
3: Yeah, Matt's like really stewing
1: over there. <laughs> yeah, <Sorry. laughs> I like musicals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what's your favorite? What's your
1: favorite musicals?
0: Sweeney Todd. That's your favorite. Oh, no. Period. Probably.
3: Really? I've never seen it.
0: I've seen it in theater, and uh, yeah, it's great. Okay. okay. I saw bro, the
3: color as a play. <laughs> Matt, you're so serious about
0: this take.
3: <laughs> you're just like, yeah. "Yep, Sweeney Todd." I've seen it. It's great.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, it's great. It's uh, it's yeah. I, I, I think, think also I the,
3: this type of stuff reminds me of theater kids, and I always hated the theater. Kids <laughs> <in school. laughs> okay. The also,
1: also, something at you know, I think we all, I think we all feel the same way you feel or felt the same way you felt. In high yeah. school, but you know, you know I did I'll let that go.
0: I got to be honest. I, know. I didn't care that much for the theater kids in my high school, but <laughs> then really I went so to cool. one of their, you did, um, you know, Mickey, do you know the improv sport things they did? Oh, you know n- I, I know what you're talking about, but it, yeah, I, I forget. I what would go called. to those with Neil and, they do like improv sports where there's like a red and a blue. Yeah, team my and, like, my sister did that. it was pretty funny. It was funny. Like they were actually good. Me and Yale would be like, "Oh, when's the next improv sports? Like, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went I, to uh, a few. I for genuinely yearbook. enjoyed it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I had to take pictures of the event, and they, they were actually so funny. Wait, Damn. Mickey, you were on your book? Yeah, three years. Oh, wow. dude, me too.
1: I edited too. You're a yerd. Yes, I am. I, oh, okay. I, I did not know, know this. Dang, I didn't know we had this connection to each other. Okay, everything makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, you're a you're bros. a was Dang, I was on um, in middle school. Oh, dude, no, you weren't in the big leagues. I was high school. <laughs> high school yearbook me. was big. They didn't leagues. Want me. They didn't want me. I went to yearbook camp. Mickey, did you? Oh, and I didn't. I was not that hardcore. Yearbook camp. I was, camp? I was sad
2: yeah. that I didn't <laughs> do it my freshman year <laughs> because if you did all four years of yearbook, we got a, like a little tassel so, and for graduation. I didn't get that. Because I only did three. Oh, lame. Mm, I got recruited uh, during my freshman year to join sophomore year. And then I stayed
1: uh, oh, for the rest okay. of the time. Okay. Sad. I'd be curious to see how your your yearbook was. I, 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 was, I, I took a lot them. of.
2: Next time you come over, I can show you. Yeah, yeah I we'll have mine too. Yeah.
1: I, t- I took a lot of pride in my the senior year yearbook that I edited. I thought it was a great yearbook. We'll,
3: there you we'll go. will be the judge.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um,
1: should we move on to the next topic? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We're way to off. Uh, Real quick, yeah. I want to yeah.
0: say Helldivers, Divers I thought looked pretty cool, but it's also it on PC. Um, before we go to the next topic, I just want to shout out one thing I forgot to mention at the top. Um, the LA, LA has two World Cup games for the US in their group stage matches in 2026. Um, I'm stoked. We have their opener. It's going to be at SoFi. And then their second match, group stage match is open in uh, Seattle, and then come back down to LA. I'm shocked that these did that actually. I'm actually shocked we get any in LA. Because notoriously the US never plays any games that matter in LA because when we're playing this, you know, either Mexico or Central American countries, it typically ends up being more like an away game. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I'm stoked for that to have them here in Southern California. It's, I was about New Jersey my... also
2: getting one? Yeah, New Jersey's getting the finals.
0: Yeah. Why? Not my if... brother is so mad about it. <laughs> I think it's just mob. East Coast, uh, it's a mob. Uh, Better time and it's close to New York.
1: I saw a meme that was like the European mind will not be able to comprehend this, and it was just like the New Jersey freeways and just like (laughs) exactly, just like just fast food in like New Jersey off the highway. Like the past
3: (laughs) World Cups have been hosted in
2: like Rio. Uh, what else have they? Like beautiful places, and then when it comes to the U.S., it's in fucking Eastern Rutherford, New Jersey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, even like people in the U.S. don't. Like have any pride of in East Rutherford. Oh, yeah. New Jersey. Nobody gives
2: like, a shit okay. about
1: <laughs> East Rutherford.
0: Bro, they should have done it in Vegas. That would have been... The, that would have the, been fire. There was an
2: issue with the stadium uh, with the dimensions of the field. That's why they couldn't post yeah, that some of them... Yeah. Really? Yeah. It wasn't wide enough. That sucks. They That's should do something sad. about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, ter- terrible design of so <laughs> from the stadium. Fucking Raiders. Can't do anything Chambers right.
0: and I went to a, a soccer match... <laughs> uh, last year in June. Oh, I that guess. was sick. It was incredible. It was awesome. There were fights. It was great. <laughs> it I want to go to that stadium. Yeah. Borderline race yeah. wars. To <laughs> Literally. <laughs> sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. Uh, okay.
1: I wanted to talk to you guys now about, or I want to ask opinions on the new, I'm sure we've all seen videos, the Apple VR headset. That's out. Oh uh, yeah. it just came out this week. Uh, I was actually watching an MKBHD, uh, YouTube video on it. He's one of my favorite tech YouTubers. And well, I'll, I'll save my thoughts. Uh, Chambers,
3: let's start with you. Um. Okay. Of course, we all know how cringe it looks. Yes, I'm not gonna <laughs> deny that. But uh, the lo- oh, there was an episode quite some time ago where, when this got announced, that we talked about it, and I took a big shit on it. <laughs> but <laughs> sounds like you're coming around. <laughs> I am yeah. coming around. That's what I'm <laughs> doing right now. Uh, cause I had a, a cousin of mine reach out to me after listening to that episode. And he was like, look, I had the first iPhone when it came out and Mm. people, people felt the same way. (laughs) And he was like, I know it's expensive, but it's not for you. This is like the rich people are going to have it. The CEOs and shit, they're going to like be the, the Guinea pigs of what this is going to be. Like, they're going to kind of push it in the direction of like what users want and then you know in 10 years we'll all have some version of this we'll have the fucking Vision Pro 6 or something um, so I'm on board with the fact that I'm going to think it looks cool in like 5 years um, even though I think it's really dumb right now um, so yeah okay, I, I so love I'm the,
1: confused on your
3: take so yes or no he's, uh, he's Future slowly coming yes. around future, yeah, slowly no now coming. but yes later okay <laughs> okay it looks silly but i'm i'm giving i'm giving into it i I actually don't think it looks that silly
2: one of the ads had someone wearing it on an airplane i'm like good god how do you have the audacity to wear it in public
1: like that you just get
2: no it 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 looks it looks it looks somewhat
3: okay yeah (laughs) no
1: it doesn't compared to other headsets it looks the best
3: in that yes it looks you guys have a problem definitely looks the guys no you guys have a
1: problem with headsets not the apple headset Yeah, and it's when there's like
3: somebody on the subway that's like moving their hands around, like touching things that aren't there, that looks like really silly when no one else is doing it. But Mm -hmm. when everyone's doing it, it won't be a big deal.
2: I think that just looks okay. I think that's dystopian at that point when everyone's doing it.
3: (laughs) That's okay, Mickey. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. I'm saving my thoughts for the end. Cook.
2: Uh, I am. I'm still on the fence about augmented reality. I am not the biggest fan of it. Why? Well, I-, I Think because I I go more towards like what it's what it could turn like to like to make turn humanity more like dystopian. Like mm. they get like stuck in uh, augmented reality. Like they just wants to stay there. And, and nothing else, like turn into like a Wally type of situation, <laughs> like super. So you're deep scared? Deep. Yes.
3: We're gonna get fat.
2: Yes, we're all gonna get fat. It <laughs> won't happen in our lifetime, but it, okay. It, I I I don't like. I wouldn't want this to become mainstream. I okay. Think, I think it fits as a niche. Like one thing I'm really excited Too late, about,
0: Mick. <laughs> the future's now, baby. Well, one thing I
2: am really excited about is Konami just celebrated the 25th anniversary of Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, and they de- and they demonstrated there. They have VR Yu-Gi-Oh with like the actual like so many monsters, like how you would see in the show. And according to like some uh carriers I know who were there. They were blown away by this. Like, you have like Dark Magician Girl, as like your dual spirit, like te- like helping you out. Uh, Mi- you okay, Mickey.
1: So, you like it? You think yeah, it's cool? You're, 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 bad, you're, you're talking you're yourself bad, into bro. it right no, now. You know, <laughs> I say,
2: you know, I say it's fine it. as a niche. It's fine as a niche. I don't want it being mainstream. I don't want it like okay. blowing well,
0: what's up. What's the difference? We sit inside all day staring at our computers anyway. Might as well just strap it to our face and get on the go. It <laughs> seems like I, an
3: odd line in the sand to draw. Whatever, it's my line. I
1: see. Um, I see where Mickey's. I, I. I. get where Mickey's coming from, though, because like it is. It's. It's not that it is like the line. It's that. It's the. It's the next step towards the dystopian future that we're already in. That's what you mean, right? Bro, we're like,
0: we're like, we're already there, but like <laughs> yeah. this
1: is the next step.
0: We're maybe twenty years out from just getting like mechanical eyeballs put in, and then we're always in, baby. And we don't have to wear the headset. We're
1: just Neuralink. Neuralink, baby. Yeah, I. I yeah, go ahead, Matt.
0: Oh man, um, I uh, let me preface. Well, first, Mickey, I think what you're referencing was actually coming out on like a traditional VR headset, like the MetaQuest. No, yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah. Pro. What, m- yeah. uh, what I refer to is just VR. It's not augmented reality. Yeah. Um. So, I do share the sentiment that it is the the long term consequences of it are very scary potentially in the sense that like I know there's some like, um black mirror episode where everyone gets like, you can literally like block people. And then like, if you get like enough crimes against you or like accusations, like you're literally blocked for everyone. And you just can no longer see people. That one's crazy. That one's terrifying. Yeah. I've end up down that road. That said, that said, bring it on, baby. I'm in on this. I think it's sick as fuck. Um, I don't think I'll buy one for a while. Cause I don't have, I mean, 3,500 is a lot to drop on a still admittedly relatively niche piece of consumer tech, but the milkman said it best, baby. Um, I thought the iPhone was weird when it first came out. Um, Everyone thought it was weird. You know, everyone was probably confused when mobile phones came out. But hey, man, these are the first movers. These are the first movers, and those brave people on the subways looking like idiots will be gods to us within the next <laughs> yeah. five years. I guarantee you, they'll be like the, you know, the progenitors, the pioneers. Leaders, no, that's you that's
2: the worst um, part about this. Those sh- those fucks don't get remembered. <laughs> no nobody remembers <laughs> them
1: <laughs> well they get to say that they were there
2: that's yeah. what yes. they get they get
0: they to say get that to they say were the early adopters but nobody remembers um, them but yeah what i think too i i think the way we'll see it adopted more is rather than seeing it adopted as a thing where you see people running around with it outside i think you'll start to see it replace just like people's desktops to where they just get like a keyboard that connects with yes it and then yes, just yes, use the yes. big yes. screen yeah um, I, I definitely you have see a that. you know yeah. a lot of people use Macs anyways so they'll have that mac os up there basically then they'll be able to have like a 4k tv anywhere in their home it'll be their all in one entertainment system for home as well as their um you know computer because for most people that'll probably fit their general computer needs and all they need um yeah. that's where i see it really being big and when you view it that way when you view it that way, the, that that $3,500 price tag becomes a little less egregious when you view it as a straight up like Mac desktop computer replacement cuz I don't own any Mac um computer products, but I understand those desktops can run pretty pretty expensive upwards of 4 or 5,000 Am I wrong Oh one? yeah.
1: Because... Uh it depends on which one you get. Mine was my Mac Pro was 1,200.
0: Okay, but they can get up there for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think when you consider all that, you know, I I definitely think that 3,500 becomes less egregious. Um,
3: is this, is this going to replace a phone?
0: No, uh, we're too far off from that. Um, I don't think it's one consumer friendly enough for the masses for that. Or two, I don't think it's, uh, at a point where it's like, um, actually, yeah, just affordable either really. Yeah, Yeah. But, is that I think we'll only get to that point where with like a genuine Neuralink that operates at like the capacity, say like cyberpunk does, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the only way we'll really replace phones. Um, Yeah, man, I I think it's pretty cool. Um, I think if anyone has the ability as a company to truly push this into the mainstream, uh, it is Apple more so than meta more so than, you know, valve valve. (laughs) Aren't they literally the biggest
2: company in the world?
0: Uh, literally apple. i think they have
3: the yeah they're the most traded on on the stock market
0: so yeah. you know by all that um if anyone can do this it's apple and i'm i don't see myself getting one in the near future but i'm excited to see how this plays out and um can't wait for this dystopian future baby I was, yeah
1: i i sorry chambers go ahead
3: i just wanted to say if it did replace a phone imagine how much better people's posture would be Feel, would have way better posture
1: maybe our next they'd probably still they well it's yeah. pretty heavy on the front of the face right yeah. now apparently. i have heard uh, yeah it's
0: very heavy yeah. on the front oh, damn.
1: I, I i'm with matt i like this thing a lot i would actually want to buy one if i could afford one right now uh this is like in terms of headsets so here's the crazy thing this is actually not an ar headset It's a full vr headset it's just that when you're viewing, when you're when it's actually on your face, the front face, it has front facing cameras on pass it through, that are actually, pass through. yeah, pass through, that's actually generating like imagery of the world onto the headset itself, onto both those 4K screens. So it's giving the illusion that you're looking through it, but you're actually not. That for one oh. sounds insane, uh, makes it feel like it's AR, but it's not technically AR, it's fully VR. Um, so that's one thing that's really insane. Um, in terms of like the spatial awareness that the device has, from what I've seen and from what I've heard from other tech vloggers, it is by far the strongest in the market that's existed. And it, you know the price tag, that's what you're paying for, right? Is like it's that expensive. It better be. We I have heard
0: on. the field of view isn't as good as some people. The field
1: it. of view isn't, but the sensors that are picking up on like your fingers and hands mm-hmm. and stuff like for gestures are actually very wide yeah. um, from what I've heard as well. Um, there aren't a lot of killer apps on it yet you there's actually not even youtube on the headset natively you have to go to safari and then open youtube which is really crazy right um i'm pretty sure that youtube just didn't want to put in the or google didn't want to put in the work develop like the development work to be an early adopter onto the tech because they didn't know where it would be Uh, i'm sure that the youtube app natively is going to come very soon Um, spotify same thing i i think that This, I mean, this is Gen 1, like the Gen 1 iPhone, bulky, not great on battery, big charger. It's like the exact same thing with this this headset. It actually has like a battery pack that you have to keep strapped into your pocket. It only lasts about three hours. It's kind of a heavy device because it's all glass and metal compared to other headsets. Um, But yeah, I mean, honestly, two or three generations from here, it's going to be thin. It's going to be efficient on battery. It's going to have more apps, and I think it's going to replace a lot of computing for so many people, for like a lot of people, honestly, I'm imagining like if you imagine a desktop that's completely clear for monitors, and this is assuming you're not a PC native type of person, you just use everyday regular computing, or you have a desk, or you're just a native Mac user, whatever, like, like myself, right? If you just have no monitors, and you're just using a headset, and a completely clean desk with just a keyboard and a mouse, that's pretty remarkable technology, seriously. And honestly, I don't think that that's that dystopian. I think it's just a more efficient use of space. Our interior design is
3: going to look way better.
1: Yeah, I think that things are just going to kind of feel different in the home. I I think the people taking it out in public, it's a little bit of like a... It's what Apple wants. It's sort of a marketing campaign. People are testing out the headset to see what it can really do on the go. But I think more than anything, this device is just going to be a home utility device, much like our desktop computers are now. And I think that you're just going to start seeing these in offices uh, in a few years. You'll start seeing them in people's homes. And honestly, if I was at someone's home and they had a completely monitorless desk and they said, oh, I just used my headset, I would try it out right then. And they said like, yo, try it. I would immediately jump. Any of us would immediately jump in and go like, that's oh, cool. Yeah. That's yeah, I want I to try it. and see what that feels like. Yeah. And I think like that if it's doing it well enough that for you know, people using their desktop computers are able to completely get rid of all their peripherals, except for a couple things to just use this one thing. That's a big advancement. That's a big game changer for me. Uh, So that's, that's my overall take. I think this thing is really cool. It's honestly better than I thought it would be. Um, The price point's pretty crazy, but um, like the build quality, everything that it can do is uh, seems to be worth the price point right now. Yeah.
0: I just want to add to that as someone that has used like the discount version of this being the pass through in the meta quest, um, I very much see the potential of like a high quality version because like in the meta quest, like it looks decent from a recording. But when I'm looking through it myself in that pass through, it's very grainy, I guess. But like if I could, you know, look through that and have it be actually in more or less like 4K, that's pretty incredible.
1: Yeah, the pass through stuff is insane. Yeah. The through stuff is seriously crazy. Um Yeah, I mean there's all sorts of cool things with it. You could actually take your photos that you take as panorama photos from your iPhone and view them in the headset so you could actually step into your panoramic photos, which I think is really cool. Oh, wow. Um you can uh Apple has their the equivalent of PowerPoint, which no one uses. It's called Keynote. Um okay. you could actually build a Keynote like presentation or just like import your PowerPoint slides or something into a Keynote. And then you can practice your keynote presentation in front of a virtual conference room or the virtual Apple Theater. So you could actually practice like what it would reasonably look like in front of a stage. And the the digital environment is so high quality that it, it seriously does feel like you're like in a theater presenting on a stage. And you, you look up and there's your presentation behind you. So there's a few things that I think are pretty sick uh, that is able to integrate with the Apple ecosystem. One thing that bit. I actually think would... The uh, fantastic
2: use of this is helping people get uh, rid of their stage fright. There great, you
0: go. Great. great. I mean, I'm, I'm glad you bring that up. We actually have an older episode uh, for thanks like, for of playing it. Anything's possible. We did way back in the day where we did VRS therapy, and there have been many cases where VR has been used as um, treatment for things like PTSD through like exposure therapy, exposure therapy or yeah. like um, fear of crowds, stuff like that. Um, for phobias, so yeah, I'm sure that will only be even further embraced um, by everyone at large once uh, you know more people get their hands on okay. this tech. Yeah, Imagine like therapy
1: sessions with the Apple headset. Imagine ayahuasca trips with the Apple headset. <laughs> oh this no. It's going to be crazy,
3: dude. Hell. It's going to be wild. Don't yeah. mix it with the... <laughs> here, I'm ayahuasca. throwing it in the <laughs>
0: chat here. When you, when you guys have a sec, watch like this just minute long clip. I think that kind of really highlights how sick the vision pro could be like in just as your home computer basically did you uh, put it where'd you put it i put it in the riverside chat here
1: oh okay, okay. let me chat let me let me peep this I'll peep it we got to fill the dead air guys so yeah. make sure you talk through it while you're watching all right uh Man, i gotta take oh, a shit right
0: yeah <laughs> okay not that Mickey, uh, i started watching a uh, heavenly delusion
2: oh what do you think of it so far
0: kids man they're pretty weird kids all of them are pretty weird so far
2: um they definitely live in an
0: apocalyptic world so it's hard to be normal yeah this is true but i'm only on episode four but it's pretty good so far this is sick what i'm watching crazy yeah
2: like
1: yeah like every wall
2: just has like a different screen
1: yeah and it's this is so if you like really think about it this is so rudimentary this is like only the tip of the iceberg Uh uh-huh and the stuff that he's doing is probably pretty, like, not insane. Like, it's... He just has screens up, right? Yeah, like, and, like, imagine it does, if... It doesn't
2: uh, even move with him. Like, it stays in the rooms.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's all... The spatial awareness of the device is, is crazy. It that actually is just actually stays where it's supposed wild. to be. Wild. Yeah, yeah. So, nah man. Honestly, you got to respect it. It's, like, it's just... It's good tech when they finally make the headset, you know? Uh, and even MKBHD did this really cool thing where he played ping pong while wearing it just to check the latency of the pass through and it's basically completely latency less like the because it's technically it's cameras facing the front that are feeding the world back into you and it's doing it so fast that you could actually just play ping pong like that's how quickly it's communicating Dang. these camera info to the screens on the actual headset that's wild like think of that in any other capacity like that's there's no like devices just really can't do that so Props, man. Props, Matt. Are you doing this? I saw. I see you pinching yeah, your I'm fingers. Yeah, video, just. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: It's because it's interesting. That's um, how it is on the Meta Quest too. It's the same punch oh, yeah. In motion. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um Okay. Uh, last thing, last topic I wanted to touch on for you guys, real quick, and uh, fun shout out to our Thanks for Playing Live website, Matt. Real quick, I just said the I just said the website. Where could people f- read the article that we're about to talk about right now?
0: Everyone, you can find all of our written content as well as links to all of our social media handles as well as um, our YouTube, all that fun stuff on our website, for You can find a link to our Discord there. Come hang out in the Discord. It's a great time and great place to reach. Any of us, myself, Lucas, Hot Mickey, the Milkman, the whole crew, uh, as well, you can find any of our social media handles at TIP Podcasts. That is TIP Podcasts an S at the end. Hell yeah. Um, so we have a, a new article out on the site. It's called, uh,
1: What is an Indie Game Anyways? Uh, and this is something that Matt and I were talking about. I think it came up as a big topic during the Game Awards. And we actually kind of were all a little bewildered on certain things, right? Because the Indie Game Awards, the, the Indie Games category for the Game Awards this past year was a little bit ambiguous of like what you consider to be an Indie Game. Uh, Dave the Diver, Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, certain games are considered to be indie, uh, and Dave the Diver is actually not even a like self-proclaimed indie game. They're actually backed by a uh, by Nexon, uh, which is a massive, massive publisher. Actually, the publisher of the Finals and MapleStory. So huge game publisher, tons of money, and Dave the Diver gets made. Um, and, you know, one thing that is kind of going around is, like, what what is an indie game, right? And what do we mean when we talk about indie games? Is it simply just an eye test? Does the does an indie game just look and feel a certain way? Or is it just kind of the opposition to the standard AAA open world kind of fiesta that we're so used to these days? So, Chambers, I want to get your thoughts first. Um Indie game. What's your favorite indie game? What do you think of indie
3: games? Or where do you think they're at right now? Uh, okay. I don't. I don't know what my favorite indie game is because I'm. I am honestly like because of this topic because I'm not sure what is considered an indie game. What isn't? Um. Okay. If I have to define an indie game, I. I. I think that we have to. There has to be some sort of industry understanding of what what it is like an actual like has to be like uh a company of x amount of size can only have like a certain percentage of ownership of this company or x amount of investment or x amount of employees for it to be considered um indie because if you're being funded by microsoft or something you're not you're not indie in other, other industries like i think of like um like craft beer or something, if Budweiser buys you, you're not like. You're not craft beer anymore. You're not craft beer anymore. Um, same mm-hmm. thing with like coffee. Like those are like industries I, I'm aware of that people like usually give that that coffee place or that that craft beer shit for, you know, selling out. Um, or if uh, your favorite band gets signed with like Capitol Records or something, that's not the same as like them like running their own shit. And there, it doesn't. That sort of line is, for some reason, not existent in the game industry. And I think it should be, and it should be like fairly clear. Um, I don't know, I don't know why, but yeah, that's that's my opinion right now.
0: You know, it's interesting. Indie games have almost become more of like a style thing. I agree. When when people they're not really worried about the budget or the, you know, the associated. publisher developer or who owns them or whatever it's like oh if this game is kind of artsy yeah maybe it does things a little bit differently than a traditional game it's going to automatically get that indie game title hence Dave the Diver like indie music yeah,
1: yeah. yeah no I um that's that's kind of my take on it too is I feel like we've totally just bat- bastardized the word I feel like indie is not even a really useful term anymore um like Dave the Diver's indie but like Rocket League kind of is, but also so is like the finals in a way. Like there's this weird zone that we're in right now where like you know, if it's like a small team of dedicated developers uh and they have a big budget that's indie. And if it's like a game that like a game studio that's just like one guy who published on Steam, that's indie as well. Like Undertale is considered indie and Dave the Diver is considered indie and I think at that point, we're we're kind of using the word. The word has become kind of useless in a way. Totally. Um, I I would really compare it to like um, music, probably more so. Even probably I was trying to think of a way to compare it to like the film industry and what we consider indie movies. Indie has a lot more of a clear line in film, but music. I mean, like people just hear like. Mumford and Sons and go like, oh, this is like indie music or like, oh, they hear Arcade Fire and they're like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like that indie track or something. And if it's yeah. like playing in an Apple store, it's an indie song or something. <laughs> and that's like, that's like not useful anymore because massive, massive indie sounding bands, indie sounding bands are huge sometimes and like, like Arcade Fire, like Mumford and Sons, you know? So I yeah. think that we've, we've just gone this weird direction as a collective um, and like indie has had kind of a short term period of what we've really considered it to be. Because if you think back and we talk about this in the article a little bit, like Cave Story and Braid, those were like Xbox Live arcade indie darlings that came out. Those really kickstarted like the modern era era of like what indie games kind of became. Um, and then, you know, continuing along that line is, you know, some some super giant games and, you know, um, Undertale and things like that. But now, man, we're in a weird zone. And I feel like we're we're only going to fall more into it. Definitely.
0: Yeah, I, I think for me the best way to sum up indie these days is um, this is actually an excerpt from an article we threw up on our website. But quote at the heart of it all, indie games are about breaking the mold of conventional games and daring to be different. Whether they're bringing back the nostalgic pixel art or introducing mind bending gameplay, these games are a testament to the creativity and resilience of their developers. Simply put, it's less about the categories and more about the fresh perspective and unique experiences that these games offer. Uh, I I think that is what people look at when they describe an indie game. I think there is a good argument, though. Um, You know what? Actually... There's two reasons I believe this. There's a good argument. One, that there should be clear, like, metrics, like, oh, this is how much funding it had or any funding from, like, a big studio, whatever it is, the size of the team, things like that, where you can clearly say, oh, this is or isn't an indie. Um, I think the biggest one, obviously, being did they have any sort of support from a giant publisher or, like, any other developers, something like that. That's one. Um, but two... Oh my god! I was about to cook and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: save you, Matt. I forgot save the you. ingredients. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I I think what what the quote that you took away there is is pretty on point. The, I think the only issue is that if a game breaks the mold. And is it is non-conventional? Calling it indie is just not useful enough. Even if, if, if it could be a massive game that breaks the mold and does something a little bit different. I, I think granted, like AAA games exist to appeal to the widest audience as possible, which is why they're AAA, which is why they have so much money because people don't want to lose money. But like. I don't know, there's like a game, there's like a, you can, it, it almost means that you can't be like a big game and do like an alternative art style or something like that. Or if, what if a AAA game took like a pixel art style approach, but it was massive and it was a hundred hours long and it was huge and had thou- like a thousand devs on it. People would still call that indie, I think, or people would still like, if, if it had just an alternative way of being, even if it was like, had tons of money poured at it had all the hours, had all the makings of a AAA, if it just breaks the mold and is a little bit different, I think people do look at it differently and sometimes put it in the indie category. Like Dave the Diver is a perfect example, our Hi-Fi Rush from this last year.
0: What I was going to say too is I think it's important to establish like a true definition of indie because my biggest fear would be like a giant AAA studio ready to put the game the resources into a game that might be really interesting, really innovative, whatever it is then they think oh we're not an indie studio this isn't our like typical thing we can't do this mm-hmm. and then they go and make Spider-Man okay, 5 Spider-Man 5 or <laughs> Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League yeah. which somehow looks worse than Arkham Knight did <laughs> there's a there's a term that's out
1: there which is called triple i like triple a but triple i mm-hmm. which i, I think oh. is uh, it's the term is okay i think but um that's that's kind of like the Dave the Divers or you know the Hi-Fi Rush and stuff or Hellblade Um, So I think triple I might be a little bit useful. Also, I don't know what a double A game is. Um,
2: Yeah, we went from triple A. I don't know how we went straight to triple A. I don't even know what single A or double A means. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like there
3: was, I mean, they didn't call them double A, but there was like more like mid-sized studios, like in a different landscape, like in the 2000s, maybe where there was, um, you know smaller companies that would still make a successful game like you, know, you guys remember mercenaries um, yes. oh yes yeah. like that kind of game yeah. that game that's that's like a double a game um but
0: apparently a way out is considered a double a game okay. Oh, interesting
1: what, what is neon white matt that's probably a double a game i guess that's technically an indie game which Other is crazy it's
0: published by an so i don't know
1: Yeah, see, but it is developed by like a few people, yeah, uh, and it's their first. What what would we consider Riot Forge games then? See, so that's that's interesting too, Mickey, because that's like that's a weird zone too. Because Riot Forge is an indie game mechanism that's run by Riot, so there's like no real good term for it. They're indie games, but they're really not because they're using funded by a AAA (laughs) developer. Yeah, using riot money, which uh, there's a lot of. So, yes. well, they did lay a bunch of people off. So maybe not. Um, it's still a lot. So yeah, just less of it to go around to other people. True, <laughs> true. So anyway, at the end of the day, I think the discussion is just an ongoing thing. Uh, indie is just a weird term, right? It's in a weird spot, I think, as a as a categorization and as a. It's not technically a genre either. Um no. it's like indie. In, indie is not a genre, so it's weird that it's like a even flavor
3: the, of genres.
1: Yeah, it's like um, uh, Chris Nolan got really upset about people using the word biopic for Oppenheimer because he's like, that's not a genre, or like that's not a useful term, that's not useful terminology for my movie. Yeah, um, which he's right, as much as I dislike Christopher Nolan, um, I think that that's that's on that's on the nose, and I think that indies are uh, kind of at that point right now as in, in in our industry where, hey, like, how do we categorize a game like Dave the Diver? How do we categorize a game like Undertale? Besides using this all-encompassing ambiguous thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, boys, just wanted to uh, want to go off on that for a bit. Anybody else got anything?
0: No.
3: Um I okay, yeah, I have one sorry. I <laughs> Oh no, I have oh, one oh, thing oh, about I did this. I have one word too. This this reminds me of this like lack of of uh, en- enough language to describe these different types of things. This reminds me of when I was in high school. <laughs> I wore glasses similar to, like, the ones on my face right now. Um, like, ninth grade, I was a big fan of MGMT. Shout out to MGMT. Um, and purely off that basis, I was, I was always called a hipster by kids in school. And <laughs> th- there was no clear definition on what that was. It was just like, a, you know, when you see it. And I didn't like that. Um, and I kind of feel like indie is the same way with this, where it's people's like lack of knowledge. Like they, they're not, they don't give a shit about where the funding came from or anything. And so they're willing to ignorantly like use the the word indie, um, and that it's a misappropriation of, of what that word is supposed to mean. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh man, that hipster. Everyone was just I people just
2: get called a hipster
1: dude. all the time. Yeah. yeah. About yeah.
2: Just it had
3: lasted that. until like f- like four years ago for me. I know, dude.
2: That that's how friends. I feel felt with the word cringe and how that blew up. It it, it <laughs> honestly pissed me off how often they got used because it was not the correct use of that term. Everything's just cringe. Yep. Yeah. All
1: right, Matt. What did you have? You had you had another thing.
0: Yeah, so recently there's been some news that Microsoft is apparently bringing a lot of their games that we thought would be exclusive to them to other consoles now. Um, I did hear this. Hi-Fi Rush is going to be coming out eventually, um, most likely on the PS5 and Nintendo Switch. And Sea of Thieves is most likely making its way to more um, non-Xbox-associated platforms as well. I've also heard rumors, for example, things around like, Gears of War, as well as the new Indiana Jones Ooh. game coming to the PS4 no. as well. Wow. Um, I don't know exactly the reasons why around this. Phil Spencer did tweet out today, quote, we're listening and we hear you. We've been planning a business update event for next week where we look forward to sharing more details with you about our vision for the future of Xbox. Oh. Stay tuned. Mm. Okay. So. Yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine what business strategy involves them bringing some of their coveted exclusives to other consoles and PS5, um, other than driving more revenue through sales. However, um, I can't imagine that their cash reserves are running low, considering it's Microsoft. So yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, um, especially with their recent ac- acquisition um, that is fully acquired now of you know Activision Blizzard. Um, It just doesn't make a lot of sense why they would not try and, you know, make more of their games exclusively on the Xbox and PC by extension and allow them more on the PS5. And it's very crazy that, you know, ones like Gears of War might get PS5 releases. I don't know if that means like old Gears of War games or any new ones that may come out. Um, But it's interesting.
1: I'm interested to see where that goes. Indiana
0: Jones in particular is kind of mind blowing if that comes out on the PS5 too. because That's like one of their biggest upcoming, you know. they just showed it off yeah yeah
1: Yeah. interesting stuff it's uh it's exciting to see how the year is playing out it's already been a pretty eventful video game industry year so i guess uh seeing where these ips go and all this kind of stuff it's going to be interesting um all right i think that about wraps it up guys uh matt again we talked about it earlier but in all seriousness where could people find us online
0: honestly everyone you can find us online um at TFP Podcasts, that is at TFP Podcasts with an S at the end. Uh that is our TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh as well. You can also find us at dexterplank.live. You can choose an email there. Um excuse me, not an email, but you can find all of our written content there. Or go to our YouTube, all that fun stuff. As well, you can find links there to our Discord. And as well in the leak tree, in any of our social media handles, you can find a link to our Discord as well. Discord is the best place to reach myself. Lucas Hot Mickey, Highlet, Orion, any of the TFP crew coming out. It's a good time. Um, a lot of our older channels in there have gotten, you know, kind of some more fire lately. I've recently gotten to a Discussion around uh, oh, Cyberpunk, that one Cyberpunk <laughs> with uh, Alan <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's coming back. It's fun coming out, it's a great time. Shoot us an email like, at gmail.com I'll personally send you a selfie back with my mustache. You'll love it. It's great, it's a good mustache. Um, <laughs> and I think that's all we got. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone. This has been Thanks for playing. Catch you next time. Scooby Bop.